Welcome to episode 148 of Vegas Revealed. Well, you've heard of a supper club, but how about a dinner party? Like you don't dress up to go out anymore. And, and I think this is the place. We wanted to achieve something elegant when you dress up and you wear, when you wear a nice dress. You're going to see inside. It's the, the service, the, the way the servers are dressed. Everything is to impress. We were there as the latest dining destination opened on the Strip. Hasta la vista, Volcano. The Mirage centerpiece is in its final months, and we've seen what will replace the landmark attraction. A Vegas Strip mainstay has a new look and a new name, plus the New Year's Eve party with eight iconic bands. All that and more coming up right now on Vegas Revealed. And remember, the Vegas Near Me app has officially launched. You need iOS 16 on your phone to run it, so get downloading. Think of Vegas Near Me as a concierge right in your pocket. You'll find more than 16,000 Las Vegas businesses and activities listed there. There's tons of detailed information, and it's accurate and up-to-date. So important. You can even book an Uber from right within the Vegas Near Me app. Yeah, if you're visiting Las Vegas or you're a local, you need to have this app. Use our Vegas Revealed link that we provide right in our show notes and download it to your phone now. Instead of reviews, Vegas Near Me has compiled thousands of Las Vegas-related YouTube channels and podcasts like Vegas Revealed so that you can hear about and see real-life experiences at the places you're searching. You watch and listen all in the app. It's taken six years and a team of more than 40 people around the world to develop Vegas Near Me. Download it now, and don't forget, use our link in the show notes. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's spin that wheel. Welcome to episode 148 of Vegas Revealed. Dana Roselli here along with Sean McAllister and just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone for listening to us all year long. Sean, we're like rolling right toward the end of the year. We've got this podcast and one more that will drop on New Year's Eve, then that's a wrap. Yes, season four is knocking right on the door coming up in 2023. Uh, This is the last episode until New Year's Eve. Right. So we're dropping one on New Year's Eve, but then, you know, it'll run all week, and so it'll kind of be into the new year. So, you know, we're doing all our kind of end of year stuff here in this podcast. We are going to take a one-week break. I'm heading to New York to see my family. We want everyone to enjoy their Christmas, and uh, we've got a lot of projects to wrap up. But uh, we have a lot to talk about today, which is great. So this is episode 148. Our next one on New Year's Eve will be 149, which is perfect, because 150 will come out. In the first one of 2023. I think we talked about uh, having a party yeah. for episode 150. I think we've talked about having a party for every single <laughs> milestone we've hit and we've never done it. <laughs> one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> well, we wanted to chat about the Mirage and the Hard Rock. We've mentioned it here and there about what's going on over there. But, you know, recently they released some more renderings of the new guitar that will go right in front of the Mirage, which will soon be the Hard Rock international. So we have like some more details that we wanted to share. Yeah. So already some of the attractions at the Mirage uh, have been shut down. The Siegfried and Roy's Secret Garden and the Dolphin Habitat, which have been hugely popular attractions for years, years and years. People who have 
come to Las Vegas with their families growing up have, you know, that's been a part of their Vegas experience. Mm-hmm. That's already shut down. Um, and the next thing to go is the iconic Mirage Volcano. Yeah, and people seem upset about it, that they're getting rid of the volcano. The addition is the guitar kind of wing, I should say, uh, with all hotel rooms, which will be placed where the volcano currently is right now. Uh, People seem upset the volcano's going away. And here's what I have to say about that. When's the last time you went to the volcano? (laughs) Well, I've driven by the volcano several times. Right. Have you, like, went there and, like, stood and waited for eruption time? I think... (laughs) The last time I did that, uh, my nephew was four years old, and he's 21 now. And there you go. <laughs> I think I visited once before I moved here as well. That's my point. No big deal. Love the volcano, and if the tourists love it, uh, sad to see it go. But I keep seeing all these locals on Twitter, like, no, not the volcano. <laughs> Why? And I'm like, when's the last time you've been to the volcano? Like, well, come on. Here's the thing. <laughs> that is another attraction that does kind of have sentimental value, though, yes. because the Mirage was the first mega resort that was built on the Las Vegas Strip. It was built by Steve Wynn mm-hmm. before we had the Wynn and Encore, before we had Bellagio with the fountains. Yeah. And the Mirage Volcano was kind of the first big free attraction yeah. that was built on the Strip. So it does... I don't know. I I wish that we could kind of like pick it up and move it to the Neon Museum to be kind of a permanent fixture over there. Maybe they can. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It would be nice if some part of it were able to be saved for future generations and to kind of celebrate the history of you know, what it means to the city of Las Vegas. Yeah. Well, and I know, you know, Siegfried and Roy's Secret Garden and the Dolphin Habitat. I mean, the Dolphin Habitat was a great facility, and I know a lot of people will miss that too. However, I have seen a lot of people also say about that, like, good, because there were a lot of, you know, animal activists that didn't love that being there. So it's like, you know, there's pluses and negatives of everything, and I think, you know, we're just going to have to move on from the volcano. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the guitar is going up. We've seen the renderings. Um, you know, I feel like it keeps getting bigger and bigger in each rendering. And it, it looks big. I'm a little tossed about that. My mother said to me, what do you think of the guitar? I think it's too much. I saw the renderings and I said, well, here's the thing. I am one of those people who don't love a cheesy theme, okay? Yeah. But I also know that that's part of Vegas. Like, I do like a lot of the hotels that don't have themes. Wynn, Resorts World, you know, I feel like Bellagio, Mandalay Bay, but I also know that people do love the themes, and that is part of Las Vegas. You know, the Excalibur, the Luxor, Venetian with the Grand, you know, the Canal and the the Italy theme and the Paris. So, I mean, that we this will add to... The, that, the thematic part of the strip. It will. I'm not sure that aesthetically a big glass guitar hotel tower necessarily fits in yeah. with the surroundings, especially because... So if you're familiar with the kind of architecture of the Las Vegas Strip, uh, right where the Mirage sits 
is where there's a bend in Las Vegas Boulevard. It's straight all the way from Mandalay Bay to the Mirage, and then it kind of like bends to the right Mm -hmm. as you go up toward the stratosphere. Right. And that guitar is going to be sitting right at the bend. So as you're driving north up Las Vegas Boulevard, that giant guitar hotel tower is going to be your view. I know. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I think it's a little large. I feel like you're right. I wouldn't mind if it was a little smaller. Yeah. Like, and, and doesn't the quaint? Mirage <laughs> Tower already have enough hotel rooms? I mean, I don't know. They're going big. I mean, I guess we'll see at the end. I feel like things change as yeah. time goes on when there's like approvals and thing. You know, there's been so many. I mean, Resorts World, remember, was supposed to be so much bigger. And then right. they kept scaling back. So we'll see what really happens. Well, and what I didn't mind was at the old Hard Rock Hotel, the one that sat off of the strip at Paradise and yeah. Harmon. Um, I did like having the giant neon guitar that was, there was one out front, yeah. uh, in front of the hard rock cafe. And then above the valet area, there was another guitar, um, that was just a big guitar sign. Right. And I sign. thought that was cool. And that's an iconic part of the hard rock brand. So maybe we do that and not a hotel tower. But I think that's part of it. People want to go stay in the guitar. I know. It's going to bring in the room sales. And that's, it's similar. Because there are people that are going to love this. There are. Keep in mind. And it is similar to the right. uh, guitar hotel tower that Hard Rock built down in Florida. Yeah. And that's popular, right? It, I is, always, it is popular. Very I, popular. I do always see a lot of pictures of that and people visiting. And yeah. I think that's a casino too down there, isn't it? It is, yep. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll keep you posted. But, you know, let us know what you think. I feel like until it really happens, size could change. I don't know. Yeah. And size matters. We all know that. Uh, But the headline, you still have time to go and enjoy the Mirage Volcano, Mm -hmm. uh, at least for the next few months. Right. I want to see all those locals down there perched up waiting for the volcano. Tag, do a a (laughs) hashtag Vegas revealed when you post your volcano pictures and videos. Please, please tag us. Hey, we went to a new supper club that opened over at the Venetian, right in the Grand Canal shops the other night. We had a blast. Um, We have some thoughts on this new restaurant location and vibe and all that that we're excited to share. It's called Villa Azure, and it's like an upscale European lifestyle with a vibrant Miami touch is how they're describing it, the space of the restaurant. It is, and it's almost like mixing a nightclub with a a high-end, trendy restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's the marriage of those two worlds, which we haven't really seen anything quite like this here in Las Vegas yet. Right. And this includes, which we're going to get into in just a second, entertainment while you dine. So that makes it really cool. So we were able to go to the opening and we said, you know what, can we talk to the CEO? So we pulled him aside, Jacobo Jafif. He is the CEO of Danko Hospitality. And we had a lot of questions for him and we feel like it's best for him to describe. And then Sean and I will tell you about our experience. It's exciting. We're excited to get our first taste of Villa Azure. I love it. Jacob, how's it going, man? I'm good. Fantastic, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you for of, of course. So for people who are uh, coming into town and they may come by here, what can they expect? Whew. A whole lot, a lot of entertainment, a lot of amazing food. Um, 
entertainment at night, dancers, singers, um, then a, a fantastic party at night. And I feel like that is kind of coming back in Vegas. For a while, we had a lot of that. It went, kind of went away. And I love that you guys are doing dinner and entertainment. Is that part of what you guys have always been known for? Absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's more like dinner party. And we throw a little bit of entertainment. Like people want to watch something incredible while, they have, while they'll dine. And that's why we show. We did a show. We do magicians, singers. Um, we have some Cirque du Soleil girls. Uh, we have... A lot of, I'm not going to say, like, you need to experience it. It's going to be so incredible. People are going to enjoy themselves so much. And the first aspect of the culinary experience, like, you're going to have amazing dinner. Amazing dinner, amazing presentation, table-side presentation. Um, we have uh, truffle pasta with caviar. We have truffle raviol. We have, I know you're seeing... I see you. I see you already mouth watering. Yeah, oh, I'm hungry. I came ready for dinner. Oh, you can have a feast, man. But you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna enjoy it. And so, what is the inspiration behind the menu? Where do these flavors come from? Well, it's mainly Mediterranean, but it's mainly with a chef. We we came by to some of the dishes that we love all around the world. Like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna encounter. Sushi, crispy tuna, uh, crispy tuna rice, in a different presentation. You're gonna, um, you're gonna see truffle ravioli. You're gonna see salt crusted fish. You're gonna see meat. You're gonna see wayu steaks. You're gonna see table side preparation of Caesar salad from one of my best chefs, that is Thomas Keller. So I've learned a lot from him, and we try to bring a little bit of, of his knowledge to this kitchen. Well, and. I love that this is kind of like, you know, come dress to impress and, and late night. I miss all that stuff. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's because of COVID. People are going to bed earlier, going out. But I'm ready. I think everyone's ready. Don't you? You know what? It's fun that you mentioned because I've always said the same thing. Like, it's missing something when you dress up to go out. Like, you don't dress up to go out anymore. And, and I think this is the place. We wanted to achieve something elegant when you dress up, when you wear, when you wear a nice dress. You're going to see inside it's the, the service, the, the way the servers are dressed. Everything is to impress. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be impressed. We've done a, a fantastic job and can't wait for you, for every Vegas citizen and every tourist and every people in the world to experience this venue. Well, and I think for me personally, one of the, the things that I miss about like the early 2000s in Las Vegas was the ultra lounge experience. And it seems like you're kind of bringing back the ultra, uh, the ultra lounge, but mixing some really elevated dining in with that. Absolutely. That's it. You mentioned it. That's it. It is what it is. Done. End of interview. End of interview. That's it. (laughs) Okay, real quick, describe the inside, the look of it for us. And we're going to have videos on our social media, but for anyone that's listening, what's the vibe inside? What's the look? Uh, So we inspired, I love trees. Trees is the fruit of life. It's it's life. It's it's air. So in every restaurant we own, we put a tree. We put plants on the ceiling, and the light setting is so fantastic. You're going to, as soon as you walk in, you're gonna see a beautiful tree, white tree in the center, illuminated with different colors. You're gonna see all the ceiling changing colors at a certain point at night. You're gonna see a decor of floral on the ceiling that changes color. Uh, the light goes down, and this is something nice. You will never see a chandelier in Vegas or in the world like this. We custom made it in, um, 
In Egypt is 3,000 crystals, handmade, the chandelier, and it covers almost all the bar. So it's massive, massive. It changes color, and it's fantastic. I mean, it's beautiful, the place. I'm glad I asked. Yeah, you have showgirls at the uh, entrance right now. You have feathers, you have flowers, you have the trees inside. We're excited to experience everything you. that you've brought here. <laughs> and we're here too. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. We nice. appreciate it. It's incredible. Thank you for having me. So then we did head inside. So now let's talk about our experience. It was like no other dinner I have ever had in my life. I know. When when we heard like, you know, it was going to be another kind of, you know, supperish club, you know, Villa Azor is different. And just like Jacobo said, it is a dinner party. We experienced a night that started one way and ended another. And that was the, actually the really cool part of it. Yeah. And you know what? I don't even think I would call it a dinner party. I would call it a party dinner. Right. <laughs> I would flip those around. Yeah. Because, man... There is live entertainment. As, like, early in the evening, there's mm -hmm. a singer that goes around the room, a saxophonist moved around. There's a DJ up in there, up in the DJ booth. But as the night went on, like it turned into a club. It did. And the table right next to us, I don't think the people were sitting <laughs> down for more than... Two minutes. I know, I know. You know, and he did mention the the colors change on the floor and the ceiling, yep. and that's what started happening as the night went on. But first of all, let's hit on the singer. She was great. She was phenomenal. And she worked each table. She actually worked around the room, and the songs that she sang, she went from, like, Amy Winehouse to, like, a fun song from... Bruno Mars. The 80s, yep. yes, then Bruno Mars. I mean, she was fabulous and so much fun, really enjoyable. And there were so many times I was thinking, I was like, is this, like, a song that the DJ is playing? I know. And then I, I looked around, I was like, oh my god, no, this is the singer. She was fan. Fantastic. She was fantastic. So that's kind of how the, the night started. And then we had cocktails and appetizers and dinner. And then the DJ kind of, you know, started kicking Kicked up the it tunes. Up a notch. Yeah. And people were standing up, you know, their their napkins were in the air. <laughs> Whipping them around. And and it was fun. <laughs> you know, we've seen uh, some other people that went on opening night say, well, you know, it's a little difficult to hear each other. Well, that's not what you're there for no. later in the night. So here's what I loved about it. We have supper clubs like Mayfair Supper Club at the Bellagio. You go, you watch a show, there's a band, there's entertainment. You eat, they take breaks. Then we have Delilah at Wynn, and that's fabulous. Old Hollywood and, yeah. you know, beautiful uh, uh, singers and, and and band members and everything like that. The entertainment kind of changes. Um, and it's great. But this is just, it really is a party. So I feel like I would take my girlfriends, if they were like visiting or whatever, and I if I didn't want to do a club where I had to stand all night, and I'd say, let's have dinner, let's have drinks. This place is going to turn into a really fun vibe. And then you're there at your table, you're enjoying the music and the entertainment, and you have kind of a little bit of a club vibe, but it's fun. But it's fun. And the food was delicious, too. It was. And we were there uh, for a media night 
opening. Right. So we did know a lot of other people in the room. Right. So there was a lot of mingling going on. People table hopping, going yeah. around to say hi. And then you come back and, you know, have some food that's been brought to the table mm-hmm. and then get up and go mingle again. Be right. See how everyone else was doing. Right. Yeah. And the housewives were there. They were a bunch of them, I should say, and I always say the housewives, not the what the with the they, Bravo housewives, the Bravo had, housewives. Yeah, uh, we had an Orange County housewife, a New Jersey housewife, uh, and I believe a couple a couple Beverly Hills housewives. Yeah, I'm only up to date on the Salt Lake City housewives <laughs> right now. Oh, that's your that's your jam. Yeah, but I know uh, Tamara Barney was the OC housewife, mm-hmm. uh, Melissa Gorga yeah. from New Jersey. Um, and I think I saw Brandy her, Glanville. Her husband uh, was, was there too. I think. was he Gorga. Joe? Yeah, yeah, I Joe think Gorga? so. Because my friend was, hey Joe, and oh, I was all like, right, oh, it was great. Joe. I didn't see Joe. Yeah, he was there too. I think so. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. I think it's special. The decor was beautiful, just like Jacobo described. Beautiful floral, the tree, the chandelier with the three thousand crystals was gorgeous. Uh, I think this supper club serves a purpose, and I say welcome Villa Azor to the Strip. It's going to be great. Yeah, and it, it, like you said, it is a great alternative to going out to a nightclub. Right. And, and you, you don't have to, like, wait until 2 in the morning for the party to really kick up. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> and, and listen, I'm not even a huge dessert fan, but their desserts were great and big and ugh, delicious. Go to our Instagram and look at some of the desserts we had that night. And that's the thing. A lot of their plates are a great size. They don't have small portions. Right. The portions are big enough where you could share. Yes. And, and do, like, you know, have kind of a family-style uh, mm-hmm. serving at your table. Right. Yeah, that was great. Uh, something we are going to also at the Venetian this week, but we're recording before we go, so we're going to save it for another podcast. And I think we mentioned this before, too. We've actually interviewed the CEO of, of this, too. It's a new social darts space that's opening at the Venetian. Um, it is called Flight Club, and we're going to go play, experience it, and see what it's about. Yeah, and it's kind of right across the way from Villa Azure, so um, we'll be able to you know, pop back by there yeah. and, and see how Villa Azur is doing after a week of having the yeah. doors open. Grand Canal shops changing things up and adding a lot over there. So I love it. They we are. Want- and Venetian and Palazzo are always great. They and are. as we have said from episode one, the parking is free it and is. it's easy to get in and out. Love it. It is great. And I think they opened a new food area too that we did get invited to and couldn't make we'll have to go back and look at that maybe mention it when we talk about the social darts it's like yeah. a new kind of food area where they have options and so they're adding a lot over there and like you said free parking you can't beat it hey a place that uh is changing and has changed but not really but kind of is bailey's <laughs> <laughs> yeah bailey's of course uh, a fixture on the las vegas strip right there at las vegas boulevard and flamingo Um, And we have mentioned this before, it's transitioning into the horseshoe Las Vegas. And if you've been inside recently, you'll see that the changes have already started. The casino floor has been redone. They have new carpet in there. Mm. The, you know, the decor inside the casino area has been zhuzhed up and horseshoe eyes. <laughs> yep. If that's a, a actual term. Um, but we're now starting to see some of the exterior changes happening as well. They've taken apart the 
big video screen marquee out in front of Bally's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I imagine Horseshoe is going to have its own big video billboard right. up there um, because it's prime real estate for people to see what you got going on at the property. Uh, but I was talking to a friend who uh, works for one of the shows at Bally's, and he said, you know what? The casino is looking beautiful. Right. In all the years that I've worked there, it they really have done a great job, and it looks gorgeous. I love that. They have a new steakhouse. They have a lot of new things there, too. I look forward to getting in there and, and seeing it yeah. soon. And if people don't know, Bally's is also kind of connected to Paris. So Paris has opened a lot, too, especially mm-hmm. in that walkway, all new restaurants. And so... Uh, ba- Bailey's is the horseshoe. It's kind of like a slow transition. Like if you go to their website, it's like caesars.com backslash horseshoe. But then if you go on, you see the horseshoe logo, but also Bailey's. So I think they're just kind of taking a little time to kind of merge the two and then completely go horseshoe. Yes. It's not like hard rock where they're going right. to close down, gut the place and then reopen. They're, they're doing a slow transition and, right. you know, keep the property open while they're doing all these renovations. So, you know, as as we see more and more of these uh, renovations happening, we say, welcome, Horseshoe. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the Strip. Hey, something off the Strip that I thought, you know, we, we didn't mention this before because, um, well, we just didn't. And then I saw that they were hiring and I thought, <laughs> okay. we just didn't. We just didn't. <laughs> There's a wildfire casino coming to Fremont <laughs> in the downtown Vegas area, but it's, 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 we looked it up and it's really east of like the canopy of Fremont. So, um, it's an area that's kind of like right where Fremont bends and crosses Charleston, but wildfire casinos are spread out throughout the Valley. They're great. If you love to get your slot game on and you're gambling, but this is going to be a station casino. Yeah, and there are like several other wildfire casinos throughout the valley. Um, this one is going to be twenty one thousand square feet. You know, a brand new casino Great. over in that area of town is uh-huh. going to be a, a nice addition. Yeah, and uh, certainly will draw people in because these wildfire casinos are definitely popular with Las Vegas locals. They are. Yeah, so it's a great spot for them, right? They're going to have 200 of the latest and most popular slot machines, uh, bar top gaming, uh, table games, and then they're going to have an IHOP, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah. And a local Mexican eatery is going to open up in there too, Tacos El Pastor. Mm, They're so good. They are good. That's a great spot. Yeah, and if you're looking to get a new job, maybe you want to move to Vegas and you thought, hey, I want to work at a casino... This could be a great start, or if you have a lot of experience, stationcasinosjobs.com is where you go. They're having several different job fairs. Yeah, and this wildfire at 2700 Fremont is set to open in early February uh, 2023, so that's going to be here before we know it. Before we know it. You know, we've seen a lot of country Mm -hmm. in town recently, Dana, because the National Finals Rodeo has been, you know, they set up shop for, what is it, 11 days, 12 days of all rodeo action. Mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of country artists uh, playing in town while the rodeo is here as well. But we just got word of another country artist mm-hmm. coming to Southern Nevada. I know. And I said to you, hey, is Dirk Bentley big? Because I know country and I know the name Dirk Bentley, but I just wanted to make sure like this is a big deal, right? Because I felt like it was. Yeah. And you were like, heck yeah, they're huge. And I love this. They're coming to the Laughlin Event Center. 
Yeah. And when I say there, is it a guy? It's him. It's him. Okay. He's coming (laughs) to the- He has a band, but it's like Luke Bryan. (laughs) Okay. Got it. (laughs) Dirks Bentley's coming, and I know the name. (laughs) So he's coming to the Laughlin Event Center. Uh, He's going to be right there at um, the outdoor concert venue, right? The 11,600-seat outdoor concert venue. Yep. So that's cool. And that's going to be Saturday, April 15th. So that also is going to come up quick. So you might want to get your tickets now if you want to see Dirks because Sean says he's popular. And so a lot of people will buy tickets. Well, hey, he's one of those country artists who has his own honky tonk on Broadway there in Nashville. So, you know, Miranda Lambert has one. Luke Bryan has one. Mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake even has one now. Right. Um, That's like the big thing for country stars now to have their own honky tonk. Okay. And what is a honky tonk? Exactly. It's like a big fun bar where there's live music and okay. dancing. So you As go you can there. see, I still I'm not good on my country. Oh my god, Dana, we need to take <laughs> Vegas Revealed on a Nashville trip. I know I've only been once for a wedding, and we did go out a couple nights, but I did not experience a honky tonk. Oh, it Nashville is a blast yeah. to all all of our Nashville listeners. <laughs> what up? We'll be out there. Yeah. Sometime. Maybe we get like a sponsor trip. Someone in Nashville sponsored to fly us out and give us the Nashville experience. How about that? Yeah, well, maybe we can talk to Dirks when he's in town in April. You're right. And it says multi-platinum singer, songwriter, and entertainer. So he's definitely done a lot. Um, The lineup's also going to include a set from the Cadillac 3, which I've heard of. It's going to be good. So anyway, get your tickets for that if you want to see Dirks and crew. And Dana, before we get to tips, there was uh, a, a news item that we really wanted to talk about and that we're excited to see. Yeah. There's going to be a new street in Las Vegas. It's actually going to be a street that exists, but they're renaming it after Liberace. Isn't it funny? We just talked about Liberace and how he doesn't get enough credit. And then literally this comes out. Do you think they listen to Vegas Revealed? I mean, possibly. (laughs) Maybe. Who is it? The county commission, the city council who decides on renaming streets? I think it, and I think this one would be... In the county, because I live in the county, not the city, and it's right near me. I'm not positive, though. I'm pretty sure, though. But we have different sections. But anyway, they're naming a certain part of Karen Avenue after Liberace. Is it Liberace Avenue or Liberace Way? I think we said Liberace Avenue. Avenue. Okay. And I got all excited because you were like, Dana, it's on your street. And I was like, am (laughs) I going to be living on Liberace Avenue? I was thinking like already imagining like changing my address to everything, writing people letters with my address on Liberace Avenue. And then you're like, oh, no, it stops right at the intersection before you. (laughs) You're going to literally be living in the shadow of Liberace Avenue, living in the shadow Shadow of greatness. My goodness. I can't believe it. Yeah, so Karen Avenue, it's going to start right at the Joe Brown intersection and go all the way past Maryland Parkway, I think it said, right, to the east side. I think to Maryland Parkway. Oh, yeah. okay. Between two- Joe Brown and Maryland Parkway. All right. There's some good, there's a, my fav, one of my favorite Mexican restaurants is on that road. Um, they've got the little square there. They've got a great gym on the corner, CVS, and then also the entrance to the Las Vegas Country Club. Yeah. And Jonathan Warren, who I've known for years, and he heads up the Liberace Foundation mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas, has been working tirelessly to keep Liberace's name and legacy 
out there. And I know that this is one of the projects that he's been working on for years. Right. So I'm so excited for the foundation and just for Liberace's legacy in general that that finally now we are going to have Liberace Avenue as part of our Las Vegas infrastructure. What's that ribbon cutting going to be like? That's going to be uh, fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> With rhinestones and capes and I can't wait. I mean people popping out of Fabergé eggs and <laughs> pianos and candelabras. I, it, it, we need to go all out for this. We do. We'll have to get our friend Debbie Gibson who lives in Las Vegas. Debbie has one of Liberace's pianos. It's wow. her proud possession that she loves. She says she will never get up give up, excuse me, sell anything. Um, I've been over to the house. You've been over to the house and seen it. Did you know that that's a Liberace piano? I don't piano? think I knew that that was a yeah, Liberace piano. Yeah, she bought piano. it. Wow. Yeah, it's a Liberace piano, and it's incredible. So maybe we'll get her to roll that on down the street <laughs> to Liberace Avenue for the opening. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we were in, in the presence of double greatness. I know. Debbie Gibson and Liberace's piano. <laughs> exactly. And Debbie's going to be on Good Morning America, she just announced, on December 22nd, if you want to see Debbie perform live. And by the way, Debbie has a new uh, holiday album out called Winterlicious. Mm -hmm. I have it downloaded, and we've been cooking holiday meals to it. We decorated the, the Christmas tree. It is good. To have that on. It, it There is some really great original new Christmas music on there that I think... It, should become right. like new holiday staples. I agree. I agree. And some of them really stick in your head. They do. I find myself singing it or waking up in the middle of the night and having it stuck in my head. So <laughs> the jingle one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's do some tips. So Dana, we have talked a lot about the holiday attractions that we find in Las Vegas this time of year. Most of them are centered around the Las Vegas Strip, where mm -hmm. most of the tourists go. Um, but one attraction that people may not know about, especially if you're visiting town, is the Opportunity Village Magical Forest. Yeah, this is a great place because when you buy a ticket and you go to the Magical Forest, you're helping support one of our big organizations here in Las Vegas that helps so many people. And so Opportunity Village, we just actually did a project on one of the campuses, and it's an amazing facility. All the clients there um, have disabilities, but they do great work, and they work, and they're working in, in the wood shop. They are, are doing art. They are making things. They are actually sewing and, and working on projects with resorts on the strip. And they are making commission and money. And some of them even live on the, this property right next door that they've just created um, that they actually can walk to work. It, it's an amazing facility, always expanding. And Magical Forest is something that they put on year after year. It celebrates the Christmas holidays, uh, all the holidays actually around Christmas time. And it's fabulous because when you buy that ticket, you're actually giving back. You're making a huge difference in the lives of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Mm -hmm. And like you said, giving them the job training that they need to actually get out and, and be a part of the workforce. Yes. And I mean, that has a huge impact on uh, their self-confidence mm -hmm. and, you know, being able to, to contribute. And there are so many great programs at Opportunity Village that the Magical Forest supports. You can find out all about that at opportunityvillage.org. Yeah, 
great place. So bring the family and go check out Magical Forest. Uh, We wanted to move to New Year's Eve for folks that are thinking, what should I do? What should I do? We know already we've talked about there's free fireworks on the Strip. They shut down portions of the Strip. It's always a good time. Um, We love it. But Fremont Street this year is really kicking it up. And we're talking about the Fremont Street experience with the canopy and everything. They always do a fabulous New Year's Eve event too. And they have like a band or two. But this year, they are doing like a large... Uh, party with like three different stages, several bands that range in like all kinds of music genre. Uh, Yeah. And this (laughs) one is called the New Year's Eve Time of Your Life Festival. Mm -hmm. And it really is. There's eight different bands, as you mentioned, Dana, all on different stages. Uh, Should we run down the list? Yeah, run down the list. You do it. So starting with Bush, Gavin Rossdale and Bush. Uh, We also have The Struts, Sugar Ray, The Wailers featuring Julian Marley, Sugar Hill Gang. Oh, Sugar Hill Gang. All for one. Oh, I love them. Tag team. Tag team back Back again. again. (laughs) And DJ Scribble. Wow. That's a lineup. That is a fun lineup. (laughs) I mean, if anybody knows how to get a party going and keep it going... It's these eight bands. It's so true. Now, usually Fremont, you can just walk free, but obviously because this is an event and it's New Year's Eve and safety and all that, you do have to buy a ticket. Yep. But get this, Sean, pre-sale tickets for this event, 50 bucks. That's a steal. A steal for everything that you're going to get. So this will be for the, the first time in history of the Fremont Street experience that they're going to host this multiple you know, band experience with some really, really good ones on three different stages. Um, and I love this. Gavin Rossdale of Bush is going to join Mayor Carolyn Goodman on the Third Street stage to ring in 2023. That's kind of amazing. Iconic, right? <laughs> Whenever that happens, I know there'll be video and pictures. That's going to be a lot of fun. So pre-sale tickets available now starting at just 50 bucks. Gates open on New Year's Eve, uh, which is a Saturday this year, so mm-hmm. no excuses not to go out. Gates open at 6 p.m. to access Fremont Street Experience for the New Year's Eve Time of Your Life Festival. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then the countdown happens on the uh, Fremont Street Experience Canopy. Right, right. And and they do like a show and all that. It's a great place to be. We may have to go. I don't know. You and I haven't decided on our New Year's Eve plans yet. So I guess next podcast, we'll definitely know what we're doing. And it could be a, I'm going to stay home. It could be. It could be a chill dinner or we could go all out. We don't know what we, I feel like... New Year's Eve is very spur of the moment. Or it could be Villa Azur. It could be Villa Azur. (laughs) Who knows? It could be the Legacy Club at Circa. We thought about that because we're going to, you know, we just hosted the Ugly Sweater Contest there. So we'll see. Um, We have lots of choices. We are in Las Vegas. It's a great place to be. Again, thanks for listening. Um, Like we said, we've got one more podcast until the year is up. We appreciate everyone. We have grown so much. We're also getting ready to announce something exciting. You may be able to actually see Sean and I in another market, in another city outside of Las Vegas, where we're going to possibly contribute what's happening in Las Vegas to a certain program. So we're excited about that. We will have news on that uh, starting in the new year. In the new year. Yep. And a big thank you, as always, to our sponsor, Vegas Near Me. It is the free app that is like a concierge in your pocket for all 
things Las Vegas. If it's fun to do or see, it is on Vegas near me. Download the app now. Yeah, they are always making updates. Uh, you got to have iOS 16 right now. They're updating the map system. They've got a lot coming. It's a really, really helpful map. If you're coming in for the holiday or even New Year's, it's something you definitely want to download. So, all right, have a great holiday, everyone. If you're celebrating, um, if you're if you're if you're doing Christmas, Hanukkah, we wish you the very best. Happy holidays. And we'll chat again on New Year's Eve. Drive on through the night. The desert sky is cold.